Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love and success in your life today. And welcome. I'm going to be discussing a very popular topic today. Why do people cheat? This is a question that many people ask themselves after they've cheated on their spouse. And many betrayed spouses question why on earth their partner has cheated on them. So let's first define what do we mean by affair. Well, if we take the definition from the internet on Wikipedia, it basically says that an affair is a sexual relationship romantic friendship or passionate attachment between two people without the attached person's significant other knowing. Lika and Kalotsi define it as the subjective feeling that one's partner has violated a set of rules or relationship norms. So what do these definitions point to? They point to the fact that affairs can actually be virtual. They can be online, they can be emotional and physical. Whereas some people may think that affairs are only physical and that, using these definitions, is obviously just not the case. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about online affairs, emotional affairs and physical affairs and then go into why people cheat. Online affairs, well, unfortunately the internet has created a whole new way for people to cheat on their spouse without them even knowing. Instant messaging, chat rooms, websites devoted to making connections have made it easy for people to get romantically involved with someone else. Not only are they harder to detect, there is generally less guilt attached to internet affairs. I get this from having worked with hundreds of couples where the person that has the internet affair will say, but I'm not doing anything wrong, it's harmless flirting. However, internet affairs are dangerous. And they're dangerous for various different reasons. Because if you're chatting to someone else and engaging with someone else and thinking about someone else, you're going to be more likely to notice your own flaws in your relationship, your spouse's flaws, your frustrations. You're going to be comparing. You're going to be aware of that. Also, when people are involved in internet affairs, they generally tend to shut down a lot in their relationship. They give less energy, less time and less love to their spouse. So you can see that they're not really harmless. They can create a lot of turmoil and distance within a romantic relationship. Not to mention the fact that it's also a slippery slope. Once you've cheated in some way, then it's very likely that you could then take it to an emotional affair or then take it to a physical affair because you've already breached that trust and you've already broken that commitment that you had to stay truly emotionally and physically faithful to the person that you married. Emotional affairs. An emotional affair is also known as an affair of the heart. It involves emotional intimacy and a connection in a romantic way, which may include affection, loving words and support. Often, it usually starts with supportive conversation, where you share intimate things about how your relationship isn't working or how you feel about your career challenges or other life challenges and that person listens and then very quickly an emotional affair can develop. They usually occur in the workplace 
or somewhere else where people can meet frequently on an ongoing basis and then that's how they develop being that support sharing that emotional connection the difference obviously between an emotional affair and a physical affair is that it's never been physically consummated physical affairs as you would expect involve sexual activity the cheating can start off physical and become more emotional as very few individuals can have sex without some emotional attachment studies have shown that women are more likely to have emotional affairs and men physical however internet affairs actually tends to be fairly equal between men and women so why do people cheat Those who cheat often do so because they're not getting the emotional or physical needs met inside the marriage. Many unfaithful men and women haven't fallen out of love. They're largely dissatisfied with the current relationship. Quite often they claim to know that the other person that they're having an affair with is unsuitable for them and that a long-term relationship would never work with that person. And sometimes it can even be that attraction that they know it's never going to work with this other person and they know that they would never leave the marriage with this other person but they're just doing it because they're missing something and it's usually a feeling of frustration in the marriage and then what happens is when the attention is given outside people cheat now usually there are three kinds of forces are working together when people cheat forces within the individual that pull them towards affairs forces within the individual that push them towards affairs and society and cultural kind of factors that can influence it so forces within the individual that pull them towards affairs this can be things like attraction sex companionship admiration power the novelty of it the excitement the risk or the challenge curiosity the self-enhanced image falling in love these are all forces within the individual that can pull them towards an affair then let's look at the things that can push them towards an affair these are things like the desire to escape and relief from a painful relationship boredom desire for attention needing to punish one's partner needing to prove one's attractiveness or worth a desire to fill in the gaps in an existing relationship. So these are the push factors. And then there are societal cultural factors. Affairs are glamorized in movies, soap operas, romantic novels, and TV shows of all kind. And then there's also the public figures having affairs and headline news. Everyone knows about obviously Bill Clinton, Tiger Woods, and there's various other celebrities, other presidents, major public figures that are having affairs. Now I want to mention here about sex addiction. Sex addicts and sex addiction is an emotional pattern that becomes a habit, just like a drug addict engages in a drug to get a hit, escape reality and day-to-day stress, so does a porn or sex addict. The important thing to know here is that it's possible to break and change any habit with the right strategy and motivation. I dislike the term addict myself because I believe that people can break away from any old behavior and don't need unhelpful labels to make them feel like it has to be a permanent feature in their life any habit can be changed and in my private one to one support this is what i really 
focus on. It's focusing on how to make a habit change. And it's just about retraining our mind, retraining our subconscious, and really getting the results that we want by the power of focus. So there are some great books on that. There's great one-to-one support. If you need any extra support, definitely recommend that you get it. Although it is difficult to take that first step. So I really admire people who really can say, okay, I need help. And whatever addictive pattern they've got, emotional pattern, breaking free of it, is something that takes power reaching out. I want to mention something that you won't find in any other affair books. In fact, I haven't even heard any other marriage counsellors talk about it or relationship experts talk about it. I have seen in my practice it enough times that I'm going to mention it here. And that's about affairs that are one-night stands. Occasionally, someone will go out whether while their husband or wife is away on a girl's night or on a lad's night. They drink too much, lose their inhibitions and have a one-night stand. Now, this is very different to the other types of affairs that I've mentioned. If the person is showing a lot of remorse and regret and they can realise the fallout of what they've done, which often happens, then quite often the couple can really move forward after this because the person can't answer why they've done the affair because they literally don't know. And in this scenario, you can tell whether someone is genuinely sorry and has genuinely made a mistake. It does normally stay a one-off when I've followed up with couples after. If you're struggling in your relationship right now and wondering what to do next, then please do get in touch with me and book your free Save My Marriage consultation. All you need to do is go to savemymarriageprogram.com and click free consultation And there you'll be given access to my online calendar where you can book a time that suits you. And during the consultation, we will look at how to increase love, happiness and passion in your relationship, how to overcome past hurt and pain, and how to take a step forward so that you start feeling good about your relationship again. That's at savemymarriageprogram.com. Have a wonderful week ahead. I really look forward to speaking with you and connecting with you in another episode thank you for listening to divorce talk with nicola beer if you have enjoyed the program please leave a rating and review on itunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need if you want more great free resources such as secrets to a happier relationship moving on fast after divorce or tips on parenting through divorce be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today